It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Futures are trying to find their legs here as corporate earnings come in with some examples of solid guidance and New York Community Bank bounces pre-market. Big day for Fed speak and a 10-year note auction. The roadmap begins, though, with upending TV sports. ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery set to launch a joint sports streaming service. Plus, uh, snap shares are tumbling. The company delivered weak guidance on continued headwinds it cites from uh, the Israel-Hamas war. Ford shares appear to be uh, popping ahead of the open. The automaker rethinking its EV plans, boosting its dividend, and offering better-than-expected or a better-than-expected outlook. Let's begin with ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery teaming up to launch that streaming platform. David was here working late last night, and I know you got more this morning. Yeah, uh, you know, listen, it's, uh, it's an important moment uh, in terms of uh, the cable ecosystem or the disappearance of the cable ecosystem in many ways, uh, and a big step forward, some would think, in terms of at least what is this complex uh, world that we're in here in terms of trying to get a hold of sports programming as a viewer and figuring out where it may be. Uh, the ultimate goal here uh, for these companies is to create an app that <laughs> uh, create an app that uh, that um, uh, allows, for example, a younger gentleman who cares about sports to access it without having to pay for the entire cable bundle. As we all know, of course, that is going away very quickly. I'll show you that chart that came up there briefly uh, a bit more to explain that, but. Overall, uh, it brings together these three providers um, and all of their sports programming, which will cover a wide variety of sports. Not quite all of it, but much of it. They will have a uh, third ownership interest each, but the revenues will flow through in a different, uh, in a different uh, uh, mix because ESPN, for example, with higher fees, paying more to the leagues, will get a higher percentage of the revenues, at least at the outset, it would appear. Uh, and so that's how it's going to work. So the overall entity itself, how much value will really accrete to it over time is unclear. You know, perhaps you get naming rights, perhaps there's gaming partners. So there will be some value for this yet to be named, to be launched in the fall entity. Uh, I am told pricing wise, it'll be above 40, but not that much above 40 bucks a month. But that does give you a sense as to what we're talking about here. It's not an insignificant compilation of a lot of sports rights, right? So it's not going to be cheap, but the idea again is to get that, that never, uh, the one who would never subscribe to the bundle and or who falls off the bundle, but still wants access to sports. Although if you care about, you know, your regional sports networks, for example, and your local teams, that becomes still an issue to some extent. Um, they are going to have what I am told is a fairly high-profile executive. I believe they've already identified this person who's going to run it uh, with a, what I'm told is a good track record from a well-known company. We'll see. But they're off and running. And Jim and Carl, it comes back to, and we can bring that chart up now from Moffat Nathanson, what we've been talking about for years. Right. But what has continued to increase in pace, that is, each quarter since 2018, the percentage decline in terms of the people who have either a, the, uh, a virtual MVPD, meaning a YouTube, which now has 8 million subscribers, by the way, mm. or the traditional cable bundle. And that percentage decline keeps increasing, not decreasing. 
and that is forcing all of these providers to figure out ways to keep these subs or find them in the new world. Okay, so I have the full Comcast package, all right? And I have, I have Peacock. Uh, what changed in my life? What will change? If you're a Comcast subscriber, so in other words, so you get your cable via Comcast, right. nothing. You get, you'll still get all your sports because okay, so ki- you're getting ESPN, you're getting Fox, you're getting Turner right. on, your, on Comcast. Okay, so and you're paying for them. You're also getting news. And then you're getting those shows that you like to talk about. The, uh, uh, the fire, the, Chicago. The fire, as long as I get fire, fire yeah. you know, you yeah, have the to fire murder and, and the murder. And yeah, and the, okay. right. right. Now, how about my never, cord uh, never kids right. who only have Netflix but really like sports? They have something. That's 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 the core. It's my 21-year-old son who, conceivably, when he gets a job and is out there in the world, says, "Well, I don't care. I'm never going to get a cable sub." Never. But no. you know I why? Because they don't, they don't care so I'm about pay Chicago my, Fire. I'll pay my 44.99 a month for right. this new product. Where? Okay, or this so new app. By the oh. way, it's not going to bid on sports rights itself. That will still be the, the each of the parents doing that on their own. Uh, it's not an entity that will. It's just aggregating and distributing. Does the phrase Hulu for sports ring with you? Yeah. Are you like that? It does. It kind of reminds me separately of what Goodell said in a presser this week about about the wild card game on Peacock that it lowered the audience by 10 years. And I wonder if ads are part of this, what, if there's a premium that they'll pay for that kind of it's younger audience. interesting in terms of yeah. that demographic, but obviously ads will be an important part of it. And again, you know, don't get fooled by the one-third, one-third, one-third ownership right. because the That's revenues cool. will be, as I said, flowing through. All right, so we'll see me- how, listen, Jim, we don't, they don't know. They're taking a shot here. You know, uh, the charter Disney... Uh, battle yeah, in the in the fall there? and what happened there and where they ended up with that sort of started a lot of this process because it did destabilize the bundle even more. Okay, but look, you know, I watched you yesterday. Come on, with the whole story, except for I didn't think they had the whole story. They have no. Why did they have? What was the rush here? No name, no executive, no clarity. What was what was the gun to this? They thought it was going to leak. They thought it was oh, going to so leak. it's just that. Yeah, and that's what that's. I asked the same question, and okay. the answer was we thought it would leak, because you're right. There isn't, even though they have a short definitive agreement. Apparently, they don't have the long definitive agreement yet. Uh, and to your point, no name. The executive has been identified. They do have a pretty good idea on pricing, is my understanding. And so let's go with we're guessing, but I'm going to guess like forty-four ninety-nine a month. Something along those lines. But you're right, Jim. It was a little, felt a little preliminary. The other framing headline this morning is uh, uh, the group gets together to fend off tech giants yeah. when it comes to sports rights. Is that part of the, uh, the battle yeah, here the, as well? The, the, a lot of those deals, uh, you know, these deals from 2032, I mean, some of these deals last long. They do. Uh, right. At the same time, we've got Apple with lots of money that seems to like sports. I mean, obviously, Amazon, Chassis like sports. It's been really great. Without so, I mean, there is some sort of. Uh, uh, three against those are better than one. Conceivably, although, again, the entity itself is not going to be bidding on sports right. rights. It will be right. ESPN still doing that. By the way, ESPN uh, Plus, the plan, I believe, is still to introduce their own direct-to-consumer offering. Yes, you know, um, what that will be or how it will differentiate from this or why and how that will be priced. Maybe it's going to be more immersive. Maybe there will be more betting associated with it, given that partnership right. they have, Jim. Right. But it does raise that question. However, Max, remember, yeah, which was, was going what, to have a sports tier. Well, right. you thought they're not going to have they're a sports tier anymore. There's no can need this, for it. Can this bring in more money to uh, what looks uh, still a tattered balance sheet when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery? 
You know, this is an attempt to try to keep subs and find new ones. That's all it okay. really is. And but you, by the way, it, at the same time, it could put pressure on the bundle because you could get more people leaving and saying, I don't need it anymore. And that hurts uh, Warner Brothers Discovery with all their linear cable networks oh, that's really right, that they point. get paid for. But the worry has been that, well, you know what? At some point, the cable providers will just say, I don't want to pay for all this stuff. I just right. want Turner. Right. I just want to, right, you know. I mean, that's it. I mean, how much do you want the whole NHL put together? Do you want the NBA put together? Does that matter to you? Now, David, uh, what is Ellison's view if he got Paramount on Paramount Plus? Do you, he doesn't seem to care for it. Yeah, I don't. You know, Paramount Plus is a, is a bit of a conundrum. It, if you talk to Bob Backus, the CEO of the company, he'll tell you they're on track and it's going to work. But there are... There are plenty of people who have some doubts. We'll have an opportunity to talk you to him. You have him? Yeah, I got Bob from the Super Bowl. And again, Paramount, not part of this. But remember, Paramount Plus does have most of, you get most of your right. sports on Paramount Plus. Right. That's what um, I'm trying to figure out Peacock where also, you get a lot of the sports that NBC has on Peacock already, different than, for example, Max and what is offered there. But uh, we'll talk to Bob. Um, and Paramount Plus, is, listen, that becomes a question. That whole Paramount deal we don't or know. the possibility of it, I, I, I just don't know, guys. I, I, I can tell you I don't believe that Warner Brothers Discovery has any real interest here at this point. I'll be right. curious to hear their earnings right. call and whether they address it in the same way that Brian Roberts did on the Comcast call, for example. Um, uh, and, you know, the, the Redbird effort continues to sort right. of move forward, but it's complex. It's and what do you... What do you th- and what then there's Byron role? Allen, which I don't really want to get into at all. <laughs> no, okay. Now, what is, what is really the size of the people, when you look at that chart from Bob Nason, who really don't have it? Is it 100 million that this is untapped? 150? I don't know the, I don't know the number. Because all I know just, is that number keeps growing as people fall I, off the I bundle. Know. And then the question becomes, what about news? What keeps the bundle? What you know, why? Well, well, Jim had this great analogy about layoffs the other day about playing Jenga. Yeah, you, you're trying to remove as many Which people without one? making the tower fall. But, and that, look, I, and to be fair, that's, uh, that is from, from Amazon when I was pressuring Amazon to say, listen, uh, if you cut out 100,000 people, and they're like, well, do you, I mean, actually the answer is very funny. Do you want next day or do you want two days? Right. We don't know. But right. isn't the same thing relate to content? I, th- I think it's a terrific yeah. analogy. Terrific analogy. Yeah. I don't know which piece of the puzzle is, makes it so that you want it or you want to get out. And I, look, I, I think that I, this is one of those things where I really want to get in the minds of the people who never had cable. And do they do they say suddenly, oh, dang, it's forty three dollars? No, I'm not paying that extra forty three dollars. I'm going to Chipotle. <laughs> but the trade off here. I is, know it, you're right, and and even then you may not get everything you're looking for. You know, there might be some game if you're a that, that you're not going right. to get. Um, but I get it. Completely understand why they would be trying to do this. You've got to try and keep the subs and or find new ones if you can to, to support these networks. Um, is it that dark? Is it that Is it dark? existential for these guys? I, I, well, for... Kind of? No. I mean, not existential, no. I mean, they've got okay. a real issue. When but it comes to general entertainment networks so? on cable, it's existential. Right. When it comes to news now... On cable, you have to have some real questions. So, I didn't ask if it was existential for us. Oh, I figured. Yes. By the way, it's always existential for us. We're at that age. <laughs> um, oh. Reminds me of the Reuters piece yesterday, uh, also talking about content, citing I think it was 17 unnamed media executives that were in the middle of a great contraction 
in content, that we moved our way through the strike, and a lot of those projects that got pulled off the table are not returning to the table. Well, but look, my problem with all this is, I, look, I told the again, the regular content is linear content. I, it's not there. But the NFL, did, how much of this, I mean, the NFL's not, what, what we have, what, Monday night, we have uh, Monday Night Football. What do we get here for NFL? Because NFL is what is driving people. NFL is what's watched. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot of NFL here. What do I get? Well, let me look. Let me look at the release here. You get, oh, it just says NFL. Oh, all right. <laughs> Done. Done. Where do I send the check? I, mean, I thought they actually had. I mean, yeah, you don't get it all, but you get I want lot. NFL through my, I want to go to DraftKings and get NFL. You know, By I'm the gonna, way, if ESPN does figure out a way to do that deal with the NFL for the, where they would take the NFL channels and put them into ESPN for yes. an equity stake, then you get even more conceivable. That would be amazing if they got that. But uh, I don't know if they'll get that deal done. That depends on figuring out a value for those those networks from the NFL and then ascribing a value to ESPN and everybody okay. agreeing. So well, and David would ask me eventually, which is why is Disney stock down and the others Why was Disney stock down and the others not? I, could, I don't think that people know the economics yet. I think the economics look like one-third, 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 and if it's not the case, then Disney shouldn't yeah, it's be not, down. It's not. It's one-third, 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 the ownership of the entity, but not right. the revenue flow through. Well, I mean, Disney reports tonight, so it's, right. you could argue And, and Fox is out this morning. Yes. Uh, Lachlan's already made some comments about this. Do we want to listen to the comments from Lachlan? Let's take a listen to Lachlan Murdoch, Fox's CEO, talking about this new partnership. This new and unique digital distribution platform is focused on sports fans outside of existing pay TV offerings. Upon launch in the fall of 2024, the platform will offer a broad suite of sports, including those from a combined 14 linear networks that broadcast sports today. The inclusion of our networks in the platform is consistent with our strategy. There you go. That's Lachlan. They, they had something like this in Australia already, they apparently. Did. Yeah. I think it's called KO. Uh, yeah. And they so they brought together a number of providers there. So there was a template for this idea. Well, look, I, just to go back to... Uh, it, it's a, we work for Comcast. Yes, we do. Um, if, if Peacock did not get the people to stay after they took the Chiefs-Miami uh, game. Uh, does that say that there's a power shift here, that Comcast is going to have to go to this group and pay them extra and have it on Comcast? I don't believe so, but I don't know. And there are still a lot of questions about the direct consumer offerings, including Peacock and their viability. Whether because they can of ever the actually billion. generate real cash. Yeah, of course. And Paramount Plus also. And that does lead to these whole questions about consolidation. Really, the question there being more Comcast and Warner Brothers Discovery, of course, not Comcast and Paramount. That's not happening. And as I said, Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount's not happening. Right. And I, I know that a little far afield, but it seems to intrude in everything. Why would the anti, why would the FTC like this? It's going to raise the price for. It's not. Change. I mean, it's but it is it's a collusion I mean, it's just, of three it's, networks. It's not collusion, though. It's just a, it's convenience. Okay, good. I just feel like that it's convenience. They're, they're always on the lookout. And again, they're not bidding as an entity. And it, I don't think she likes you talking to me. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, we may be colluding for all I know. Lena, so. yeah. Not by wait, Canner. No, when you see a good antitrust case, it's usually Canner. What are you doing? I'm looking for my phone. What do I do with it? Wow, that's worth millions of dollars. I feel naked. Right now. All right. No, but David, I, one, one last yes, question. Yes, Jim. Uh, 
which of these three actually like said, listen, we got to get together? Uh, I believe it sort of began with Fox and uh, I mean, they're all talking. And I think Fox and Disney sort of started a conversation and went and then went to Turner when they felt like, hey, there's no there's no issue here in terms of antitrust. Let's get a third. It's a fascinating story. Yeah, it really. I mean, look, I think that uh, people at home might think, geez, we're imbued with because we're in this business. But no, I think that this is when I saw the Moffat chart, that was really the way to start it, because Look, I mean, in 2016, the ESPN was 100 million subscribers, and the world is just, it is it is seismic for our industry. Yep. Yep. News. You really wanted to bring up news, huh? Yeah, some news. We got a lot more news. We got a lot of movers today, Jim. Well, you have to watch us. I mean, how are you going to make any money? I no we're, we're indispensable. Don't you worry. Thank you, Greg. Don't you worry. Uh, one of those movers, of course, snapped today, down 30% pre-market. We'll get to that. And Jim's right. We'll talk some Boeing, CVS, Target, Ford, Chipotle, Tesla, Yum China, Roblox, Hilton, and more when we come back. Snap is getting crushed in the pre-market. Revenue and guidance does disappoint the street amid stiff competition on the ad sales front. This is what Evan Spiegel had to say about daily active users on the call. As we look at uh, North America, GAU, in the fourth quarter, uh, that decline was more, you know, mostly an, an artifact of rounding. We're not expecting a further decline uh, in North America in, in Q1. I do think overall, though, there is an opportunity for us to invest more in growth in North America and Europe. Uh, EBITDA forecast, Jim, the loss is almost double the street. Yeah, I, I was looking at what they have to pay for their data center business. And they claim that they're getting the cost down. They, I hope they do. That's a big deal with Google initially. Had. Look, I read the call, and when it, I'm a big – now, I'll read 10 calls every night. And this was the worst call. Why? Because they, th- they say they're doing incredibly well. I mean, there was no mention – of how poorly they're really doing. And there was a critical moment on the conference call where an analyst said, you guys, when are you going to get scale? And correctly, he said, we have scale. We have 800 million viewers. The problem is this. You have a person who's 11. That's not your core audience. That 11-year-old is not going to buy a Tesla. That 11-year-old is, is David is not going to the supermarket and buying Lay's potato chips. That 11-year-old is playing Roblox. We saw good numbers there. But, you know, well, you can't build, make a business anymore on what a 12-year-old is going to spend, how much they're going to spend on Colgate. They make, they make that, that very moment, start thinking about Colgate. But by the time they get to 18, they're buying on Amazon. And they're not buying anything? They're not going to Timu or something like that? And buying Have you something seen, there? Oh, or? I bought some stuff from Timu for my wife. Oh, my God. She said, did you get this? This stuff is from China. I'm not wearing this on my body. I said, well, yeah, but it was like 12 bucks. She goes, oh, well, then fine. I mean, I tried to get 10 movies. I wanted to see how much the Chinese communists want to know about me. Uh, And at the last minute, I pivoted and bought it from Amazon because I decided that they want me to buy Baba. I'm saying, look at And you think whatever it is you bought from Amazon wasn't made in China? No, I direct, direct... I directly bought t- from Temu from Amazon because I didn't want Temu to know everything about it. Oh, I'm sorry. You did it just, buy the I Temu, but you used it via Amazon instead of direct. Right. I bought I'm some sorry. goods from Temu, and they distinctly, I, the moment I got them, I thought of one thing, waste management. Because they went right into the <laughs> landfill that overlooks the Hudson. So volumes will be higher this quarter. Yes, it is so, just a remarkable. So Jim Fish, I mean, I'm telling you, Temu, waste management, bingo. What percentage of overall... What? Imports of the last 20 years have ended up management? from China. Have ended up. Have you up ever been to the? Have you ever been to the landfill? The landfill. Yes. It's a it's a sight to see. It's everything that China makes. It's a little bit of China right <laughs> next to the Hudson. 
Well, at least, at least they used to take some of our plastics back. Now they stopped doing that a long no. time ago. No, but yeah. they make coal plants. They used like to take tomorrow. their plastics back. They I are coal say. buyers. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash and count down to the opening bell in a minute. It is a busy session. Futures holding in there. We're going to get to all the corporate results today. We'll get Disney tonight. A lot of Fed speak. Five at least with Kashkari already on Squawk and this 10-year note auction after the three-year was received pretty well. We'll get that opening bell in just about three and a half minutes. All right, let's squeeze in a mad dash, and then we'll have an opening bell. Quickly, when Fortnite reported last summer, it struck uh, a court. Everyone was frightened because Fortnite showed such a slowdown. They're back. It's big. Every cyber stock is now going up. Because Fortnite better than fear. Let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC real-time exchange. The big board, it's Florida Bank Holding Company, South State, celebrating a recent transfer to the NYSE from the NAS. At the NASDAQ, Aravent Biopharma focused on the unmet medical needs of cancer patients. Jim, I wonder, high-level high view, if you've been impressed the way we've held in there after the worst couple days for Treasuries look, in a year. Look, I, I think that there's a 10-year today, so I don't want to be precipitous. It, it happens to be a very big deal. There's $42 billion coming, but it's been holding around 4.1. Interest rates are not, we did have a spike, and the market just said, so what? That has not happened in a very long time. Actually, only a couple periods in uh, in the 90s where you could still make money when rates went up. Uh, so this is, I was saying last night, this is kind of a remarkable moment, frankly. I mean, we have some companies that are doing so well, and they're leading other companies, and the sectors are amazing, industrial, healthcare. These were ones that should have been hurt. Uh, and what it says is, I, I, to be so bold is that a lot of people who had to get out have gotten out. I don't see sellers at higher levels. I mean, look at the trajectory of CAT from 208 to 330. Where are the sellers? Yesterday was GE Healthcare. GE Healthcare had been pushed endlessly by the shorts, down from 72 to 66. Boom, 81 on a good quarter. The, it's like the sellers just kind of evaporated. David, were the sellers vaporized? What happened here? <laughs> I don't know, Jim. What happened to the sellers? So where are the sellers? I, I don't have an answer for you. I mean, where were the sellers? Disney, uh, eighty-nine to ninety-nine. Where did they go? Well, I don't know. Disney is actually down. It's following through on that sort of. You turnaround. killed Disney. I didn't have anything to do with killing Disney. We'll get the earnings from Disney after the bell tonight. We but, will hear from Bob Iger as well. I think he's also going to sit down with Julia Borson. But everyone for an seems to be after ready. Earnings, so yeah, I know that will be we'll, good. We'll get more color there on obviously this new partnership that we talked a lot about at the top of the show and uh, the future for ESPN Plus, and more importantly, you know, get a sense for the parks, the consumer. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and, and Disney Plus. Well, it's got a very good website, by the way, interesting website on that Parry Nelson Oh, yeah, Pelt. and the, obviously the proxy yeah. with, with uh, you, Nelson Pelt. But let me give you an example, Carl. For instance, New York Community Bank, how the regulators ever let that, the worst bank in New York, uh, by the default signature. We, I just don't understand how they did that. I'm going to investigate them, investigate them, subpoena power. But I do point out that immediately the analysts are out saying, you know, you should buy on the weakness Huntington Bank. You should buy Comark and Morgan Stanley. And they're right. I mean, last year we were all running from the banks because of what happened. Now people are saying buy the banks. So I just think there's a lot of reassurance. Um, there's also... Uh, you know, you'll get a McDonald's. McDonald's will say, look, the consumer's weak. And then you'll sit down, you'll listen to Chipotle last right. night, Brian Nichol and Jack Hartman. No. The consumer wants value and they want freshness and they want fewer ingredients. And, it's, and McDonald's isn't resonating for them, which is really amazing. It's finally happened. 
I think we're at a tipping point where people actually care about what goes into your body. Uh, the Chipotle comps are pretty amazing. Yes, 84 uh, Street was looking for seven. Operating margin up 140 uh, basis points no. to 25 plus. Brian Nichols, amazing, and they do have this uh, labor. When your sales go up, obviously labor costs become less of a percentage. Not even worried about California, but there is, and avocados are down. But this is a company that is. Uh, I'd say this is a company that is by far the best run restaurant chain. Now, you want to contrast that with Yum, which did have some problems on some of its different divisions. Uh, it, um, I shouldn't say some, and they had problems on, on, on a couple of them. But at the same time, you know, low-income well, did well. How about Yum China? Low-income did well. Oh, Yum, Yum China. Double B. Oh, I have some good stuff on Yum China. Uh, Do, uh, yeah. the, apparently, the KFC in China has a really cheap burger package. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Don't Who you knew? love that? No, I didn't Who know. Who knew? Here, Young China soars wow. as economy drives consumers. They have uh, Young China. The numbers were there incredible. They have a lot of stores. Um, but it, it, these guys offer a tremendous value. I couldn't believe how much, how inexpensive. I mean, geez, they get like a couple of bucks. You get a good meal. So Plus a little China, div hike and buyback in no, there today. No, they, they, yep. I just think that Young China, I felt badly that I didn't spend more time with Young China. Because it um, really is good. They have 14,000 stores. There's a lot of stores. You got a file on, uh, God, look at all these files. What it's you amazing. Need? On Uber, what are your thoughts? Um, look, I think Uber should be up. The stock is actually stock, down. The stock About ran up. Here's your the file. The stock ran up. There you go. The stock ran up. Um, they beat, I mean, they beat on EBITDA. They, you know, they beat on a lot of the key metrics. Yeah. That said, perhaps the expectations were even higher. They, the expectations were too high, but um, I thought Darren, because I thought he did a great job on, on Squawk, and I liked what he had to say, uh, but he is classically not promotional. I say buy the stock. Don't worry about it. It's a good quarter. Uh, dog guide, 1.26 to 1.34 billion yes. versus All good. expectations. Oh, good. Um, capital return, yeah. They also continue to cut headcount. Fiscal year 23 headcount down 7% year over year. Well, um, and look, the stock's, the stock, look, sometimes the stock, the initial reaction is not that good, but I think that Dara tells a great story. I'm not worried about that one at all. Uh, speaking of headcount, how about uh, story in the, in the journal, uh, tech layoffs uh, are coming for, for that sector as they reset for AI. They mentioned DocuSign. There is a story on the tape this morning about Tesla staff being asked about which workers are crucial uh, amid some of these performance reviews. I, I still am really from the idea that a court found that I know that it was a disclosure issue that a court found that one of the greatest wealth creators of all time, <laughs> you shouldn't have owned it because they didn't disclose the uh, conflicted board of which everybody in America knew there was a conflicted board. Yeah. But I just think that let's you know score one still for the idea of moving to, to Texas for Elon. I would I would assume he will end up in reincorporating in Texas. He's already moved. We keep moving. They have their headquarters in Texas already. He obviously, right. left California for that. Right. But so you know, it's we, just a function of operating under Texas's corporate laws as opposed to those yeah. of Delaware, which are by far the most ubiquitous. Right. Um, and clearly, you have a very well-defined uh, body of corporate law there yeah. that shareholders typically like. Yes, shareholders typically like. Now, one of the things, I'll give you another example, Carl, you mentioned about how things uh, they typically react poorly. Enphase had been driven down in part because rates went higher and Enphase is a financing play. The stock is up today because the, the CEO just called the bottom and just said, look, things are better. And if rates go down, Enphase goes up. It's not a solar play. It's a rates play. It kind of reminded me of the Micron call uh, a couple months ago. People, the market just loves it when you say the bottom's in play. Yeah. I mean, if you say inflection, David, if you say the word inflection, like if you went home tonight and said the dogs are inflecting, <laughs> everyone would like, let's go buy them some farmers 
first choice food. A- anything that inflects, David, is a winner. That's a, it is a good word. Right? Yeah. I think Andy Reid's going to inflect this weekend. Infle- you do? Yeah, I do. Is that this, your pick? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I am. I'm going. Really? You can't. Because it's because Reed Mahomes is like Belichick, you know, come on, Brady. I mean, enough. Inflection. And pretty inflection. soft, and Gay is playing, and he feels great. And I think Gay is the LT of that team. Purdy is soft. Wait till Gay gets to him. Gay's frightening. Really? I don't yeah. know. Purdy it's almost has, I haven't seen almost Purdy. Purdy ran like a crazy man in that last game against Detroit. I and mean, he was amazing. Do you think that Spags hasn't diagrammed how to get to Purdy? I mean, will you give me a break? Just right, give I'm me a break. I'm taking the other side of this. Good. Okay, for 100. Um, now, if you want a sanity check, News Street, which I know you follow very closely, has a list of uh, the total amount of money that it's going to spend that the big ones, Microsoft, Meta, Google, Amazon, because I haven't mentioned NVIDIA in two days, they're going to spend between 80 and 90 billion on chips uh, in 2024. That's to NVIDIA. So it's lesser sent to uh, Lisa Sue at AMD, but let's not lose sight of two that were really left out of this kind of exciting last 24 hours, which were NVIDIA and Lilly. Uh, Louie, the analyst, was saying, why didn't you give us more about this Nash trial? You told about six million people that might die from this disease. He said, because we just got to phase two yesterday. I mean, come on. Louie is another stock that was victimized. It was up 40 and people took it down. Uh, NVIDIA, the, there's, look, there was a spread the wealth campaign yesterday to other sectors. Merck is now one of the best performers. I know you care Yes, it is. About, Merck is about one of the Merck. best performers this year. Obviously, Keytruda continues to be such yeah. a so there's drug a, when it comes to treating cancer. So there, there's a great variety of stocks that are working, and that also just plays. I, look, I don't like the broadening term because when we were do, we were doing well when it went, when there was fang, but wow, you find that you'll have the analysts, the long knives out for David Gibbs on Yum because of Pizza Hut, right? And then you know people, then the buyers say, I don't care about the long knives. I'm buying the stock. Another good example when CBS? I was out, yeah, when yeah. I was out when I was out in California, everyone says that that uh, Karen Lynch is beat, and I sat down with Karen Lynch, the CEO of CVS, and I said, Are you kidding me? She's a killer. This thing's going to be something to buy. But then there was this gym, you know, CBS, and you get crushed by Aetna or whatever. Yeah, that's and on a, and that's on a guide thing. cut for the full year uh, on profit and cash flow. I think some she, of these medical costs. I think right. she, they, did, they did warn about medical costs. I mean, we saw what happened to Humana, but these guys seem to have managed it far better. Humana was horrible. Humana offered a package that was completely unnecessary right. that was to obviously take. Medicare Advantage. But and that was that Hail Mary to Cigna. Give me a break. That was terrible. The other names, Jim, uh, nine-month high for Target today on this headline that they are considering perhaps a membership program like Amazon well, Prime. you can't be uh, a membership program. Gordon Haskett goes to buy on yeah, them. Yeah, so that Target's a very cheap stock at 17 times earnings. I'll give you one that I think last night, a derivative that was really important. There's a company called AZEC, which they make uh, deck, very high-end deck. I use it. It looks, like, it looks like the real deal, okay? And their numbers at Home Depot, boom, really strong. I think Home Depot is a winner ahead of their Feb 20th report. You do. Because they, the professional contractor is back to having seven weeks of backlog, which is very good news. And the professional tends to shop more at Home Depot. Although not at VF Corp. No, Bracken Darrell's got his work missed. cut out. Bracken Darrell's got his work cut out for him. They, I think they need to do a deal. I don't. Bracken typically is smarter than anybody. He, he did great. He's done great things at Logitech. He was a Procter & Gamble before. I, I don't want to give up on that company, but that's a bad he got a bad hand. You took the bad hand there. 
Well, yeah, he, has, he has, has. He's showing it too, and he's got made, four hasn't turned three it around left. yet, has he? Well, he just got there. All right, I just Had said not he hasn't turned yet. it around. There's David with the short leash. Let's get rid of him. He's been there for at least. <laughs> he's been there for what? 106 I never days. Never get he's rid. Of, I mean, just the name alone, I got to keep that guy around. Such a great name. Bracken Daryl. Bracken Daryl. It know, sounds I mean, like a, the company. Yeah, I went to Bracken Daryl. Exactly. I, I'm long Bracken Daryl. I went. I got the Bracken Daryl. Got the thirty-nine dollar a month. What'd you pick up down at the Bracken Daryl? What I got? Yeah. It was, it's a treasure hunt. Was it? Oh, it's a treasure hunt down there. Um, speaking of companies that just have never turned it around. Oh, hold what on, about, get, but No, I, we've already talked about charter? it. Charter? No, no. Well, oh, Chris Winfrey's out of a little trouble there. Snap. No. I just, well, look no, at a five-year snap. snap. Then like, you, when, you do gotta, you, when do you just, so no, would anybody well, buy this thing? Like, could he just uh, you put know, it out about of that. misery? I thought about that. Who is going to buy Snap? And then I tried to think, okay, who knows less than, than uh, Evan Spiegel, but I couldn't come up with anybody. Just, like, look at a five, I mean, well. Oh, that's no, no, it's they, a painful trouble. They're doing great. You just are looking at the stock. Meta, they're doing great. Meta, which is so much larger, oh God, you can't even so calculate good. it, is, is so still good. growing faster and yet has a lower multiple to free cash flow. 30% growth for I'm Meta. looking at some I mean, of the numbers here. No, I feel bad. Uh, uh, their revenue growth point. number is I'm so say far it. ahead. They're I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it once, and that's the only time. Evan Spiegel, nice guy. Oh, boy. That hurts. That hurts. You nice guy him, huh? All right, Evan. Jim, we haven't touched Ford. Um, oh, that's going to be about you. a nine-month high, or maybe six to nine-month high. Okay, they, so when when Jim Farley came in, oh, by the way, Adam Jonas with the Vladis yes, call. It starts yes. with what? Ford versus Ferrari. You know, he goes Ford versus Ferrari, Ford wins. And then his note, Jonas, was written by, like, it was, like, written by, like, someone at Bank of America, perhaps. I, no, I don't mean that. Bank where it does oh, fine pieces. Just, it didn't have his typical. It did, no, it didn't have a Dan Ives. You know, there are only a couple guys in this business to make it worthwhile for us. And Shaq and Barkley are Ives and Jonas. Um, now, I will say this. When Jim Farley came in, he told me we're not going to make vehicles that we don't make money, which means the second generation of EV, ice it. Oh, I like that. I used to, did you get that? I used to. Well, you do have this Times piece, how Ford's F-150 Lightning, once in hot demand, lost its luster. I'm not going to disagree with it. Uh, uh, they'll sell argues it. that the early adopters purchased, Jim. And, and then it was done. And that, that was the end yeah, of the pickup. Last night was really about, about hybrid, the greatness of the hybrid. Uh, Toyota which, all-time high. Yes, yes. My uh, Maverick, David, when I put you in a Maverick and we go to Costco together, oh, it's yeah. going to blow your mind. Will it? Yeah, oh. and then we'll go to, we'll to Bracken Darrell, we'll go to Costco, <laughs> and like, we'll, you'll crush it. <laughs> I can't, one day that will actually happen. No, it'll never happen. Yeah, you're right. It never you'll buy happen. dog food, but you won't believe you'll buy dog food for seven years. Or... Really? You can't, well, I have nowhere to put it. Oh, that's right. He's in an apartment. Yeah. Oh, you got to have one of Lisa's houses. We'll put it in one do. of Lisa's I houses. I do. Can I rent one just to but store Ford the Motors, Costco we dog got, food? Got the special. Uh, now, they have $5 billion that they, you know, they're going to lose on EVs, but that has to end. And Jim understands that. The software business is very good for the, uh, the pro. I'm putting a stake in it. I'm saying Ford bottom, yeah. but Toyota. We don't talk about Japan. No, enough. we don't talk about Japan. In 1989, they were kings. And they're they're looking pretty good again. No, not bad. They are. Over in Japan, economy's growing. What do you say about that? Toyota's feeling good about their hybrid strategy right now. The enigma of Japanese power. Um, I wonder how the Chinese feel about it. Hey, they put the butcher in charge. The the new SEC guy in China. They call him the butcher. Well, really? I mean, yeah, I think he's a butcher for sellers. The problem, of course, this is what always gets China in trouble. The numbers are bad. 
Uh, Baba was higher, then flipped down on Good. a double beat. I know. Uh, got a buyback in there. They're cutting 20,000 headcount. They got to sh shoot some of the sellers. <laughs> that's just one or two sellers. They shoot them, and that's done. You gonna you sell after they shoot a couple sellers? I think you hold off. Come on. Come on. Did you see the execute? Go back and look at Amnesty International. That's where I get my information. What time period? Well, this was during the bottom. I got the 2015-2016 bottom and looked at the at the uh, executions in China using Amnesty International. I think they formed it formed the bottom. It's either that, David, or it was a reverse head and shoulders. I will take a look. I'm still, uh, call me skeptical that they were actually killing people for selling stocks. Well, I just tried okay? to, I mean, you I, have white I, I'm not, okay, will I'm you give me the day of white collar executions that. according to Amnesty International? Oh, I think that they have a system that is uh, different than our own and is, yes, more vituperative perhaps in yeah, terms well, of how they treat their well, uh, participants in the capital markets. But I don't think that they're stringing people up for, maybe I'm naive. Well, I, look, I, all you have to do is, I guess you go to Tucker Carlson. He's just interviewing villains and dictators. Uh, he's my go-to. Go-to, Isn't right? he your go-to, too? I had to mention just because I, I thought it was, yeah. I just didn't think it was what I would have done at this stage of, the, of humanity. I think it's fair to say, Carl, that For the he's numbers. not a fan of China's. <laughs> right. I'm coming and around. And in fact, he's advising the what he hopes is the incoming administration <laughs> to go with the 60% uh, tariff. <laughs> when he is... Treasury Secretary? Next. What are you going to be? Stop it. Or Stop Fed it. It was, it was discussed at home. Don't, don't do that. I think Treasury Secretary. It was discussed That's at home. That's what I'm going with. I'm it sure got, it was. It got to the boss. It did? The, and the yeah. boss nixed it? The boss. Even if the call comes well, and says we'd said like you to serve? That I keep hearing that David said that you're going to be involved in the next administration. And let's just say uh, I hope that David is, is mis misguided. And I said I have no comment. Why? Give her an opportunity to buy some new real estate. David makes, you know, it's what, I make fun of his dog. Yeah. He makes fun of my life. <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of her. She's a magnate. No, I said life, not no, life. life. <laughs> no, if you make fun of my wife, or just I, I, here's what happens if you make fun of my no, wife. Okay, I'm just like, hey, it was really great to see you. It's been fabulous 25 years. You're really great. Okay, that's what we do. Because you see, the first time around, I never mind. Never mind. I would never do that. You know. I like your wife. Good. Now, Elf is down. That is. Uh, you know, I was going to ask you about Elf uh, as it pertains to the consumer, and then Hilton Jim, which is at new highs. Yeah. Uh, after this beat. Well, I mean, I, I, I look. I think Elf is just the shorts work in it because Elf was a great quarter, and uh, Hilton was not the bad. Look, travels doing incredibly well. People like Marriott. Uh, what's incredible is that Estee Lauder lost a lot of share. They might deny this to Elf, and yet Estee. Oh, well, now Estee Lauder's down, but they called a bottom in China, mostly because of Hong Kong. Um, Elf was, look, you want to sell I, Elf, that's fine. Look at the chart. I mean, the stock is run. Number one in Target, by the way. It, one of the greatest performers of, of all time, by the way, Elf. Guys, uh, New York Community Bank Corp. Yeah, how's that doing today? Not well. It turned around. It was up. They got a Moody's downgrade. I mean, yeah. okay, great. Uh, Long-term issuer, BA2 now. Um, they had a conference call. You know, they continue to uh, reassure on, uh, obviously, deposit stability. Right. But, uh, you know, they're just coming after it, Jim. That's well, really I mean, what it's about I went here. Back and 83 billion up from year end in total deposits, total insured collateralized deposits, 72%. Total uninsured, excluding collateralized and internal deposits, are 22.9 billion, over 10 billion of reciprocal deposit capacity. And on from there. Right. Um, did you, you know that the question's been asked? They continue to describe as fine or stable their deposit base, and yet we just have this uh, pummeling of the stock price, which 
which at least you can say, you know, we'll, uh, we got to follow this more closely. Market cap wise, there's not that much left here. Will it have but, a systemic impact? Hard did, to imagine okay. it would. All right, so how did they get the bank? You know, if you take a look and go back to the original research of when they got the bank that crushed them. Signature, it, yeah. The assets from Signature, the, yeah. The, the Fed was like, okay, fine, I know. you guys I have know it. The meanwhile, meanwhile they, had a, they had terrible commercial real estate. Yeah. I mean, someone dropped the ball at the New York Fed. I hope it wasn't Josh Frost, my man, who did the, who's doing the, the tenure today. No, they were not. They were clearly not the proper buyer for those assets. Oh, okay, so you say that. So the people who made the decision, Weren't they capable of looking at the, at the New York Community Bank? Bank? Would've, would've I was lost. saying that this bank yeah. should be sold and sold and sold, and I was worried about the dividend before they did signature. I mean, the, the J.P. Morgan downgrade, uh, there are two of them, but the J.P.M. one asks why you would let the chief risk officer go and not say anything, given, no. given the changes just, in foot. They have a new executive chair painful. who uh, hosted this conference call. We'll, we're going to have more on this. we got well, to Well, I wish them luck, but anyone else yeah. in the here, please do not worry. Uh, as we go to break, let's watch Bonds. As we said, be a busy afternoon for Fed speak. Kashkari already joined the gang on Squawk this morning. Uh, we'll see if the 10-year uh, manages to hold this uh, forehandle right now by about seven basis points. Back in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. One of my favorite coaches is Amgen. It's had a remarkable year. It's had a remarkable time, and people don't realize how good Bob Bradway's done. But last night on the call, they did not do, they did not drop the incredible, hopeful nature of a pill that is every bit as good as the GOP one that Lilly has. And so people are not thrilled, despite the fact that they had incredible revenue. I see people being very greedy. Let's see what Bradway does. But Lilly has everything that I think Amgen has. Lilly's, Lilly's one for the ages. Yeah, we didn't get to Gilead either this morning. What uh, you got tonight? Remind I've me. got Mattel, which is really in David's world. You know, David, it's in your world. Why? Because it's more content now? Well, it's no. activism. Oh, activism. activism. And then I have Tarang Min. Again, I think that Elf is going to distinguish itself uh, tonight. But, uh, David, Mattel, the toy category is challenged. And say no more than just Roblox, which is the way people play toys now. Right? What an exciting show. It's, David yeah. killed Disney and Paramount. I didn't kill And Kenny. One. You killed Kenny, too. <laughs> that's, that's going way. That's a Paramount <laughs> show. Yeah, it is. It's still on. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, we'll see you tonight. That's going to be a busy day. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern time. When we come back, a lot more on these markets as we're about five points shy of an all-time intraday high. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer.